right to the final part two. First off, I mean, I'm just going to do a little quick intro for the audio version of this. But uh, for those of you that are new, this this is Saniac Podcast, where we host live weekly recaps and cast interviews about MTV's The Challenge. We've been doing War of the Worlds, and we are finishing it up. We have next week's reunion. I think it's probably a two-part reunion episode. Am I right? Uh, Yeah, probably. They'll they'll milk it as much as they can. So we'll see. So it might be uh, lasting War of the Worlds for another two weeks. And then after, we will head on to some new content. Uh, We are so excited to have you guys here today. Thank you, everybody, for sticking with us through the season. It's been a fantastic season, all in all. I've been very pleased. Uh, And the finale did not disappoint. I will, however, say this, though, Zach. And, you know, this is something that I think production needs to truly address. I believe this final was set up for the females to fail like i don't think that this even remotely was a fair final and how uh they laid it out and if it had been as they usually do you know back in the day where it was two winners two females two males then i would have had a completely different opinion but because it was one winner and you know the final three being male i mean it's just pretty clear you know it's pretty clear to see that this was just not a final to do in the way that they've done like ungendered competitions are just weird it's just weird because now it puts them in the predicament of having to rectify this kind of a thing or having this sort of blood on their hands but i guess in a way maybe this sort of makes up for the fact that zach lost to Kara in that really shitty final so is that sort yeah. of retribution almost for that final well overall there's two main gripes that i have with the season it's been better than a lot of the seasons a lot of the recent seasons um, I would say it's this season was better than everything going back to X's two. And then I would put it up against X's two. I'm not quite sure uh, which one I would put ahead, a but um, I, the two main gripes I have with the season one going away from the pairs. I think that was a, a bad twist. It, it just, mm-hmm. it didn't work. Yeah. You've hated uh, that one. This is not, yeah, and, and, and not I knew they were going to do this. I knew they were going to do a gendered <laughs> final. Like I, I just knew it. So bad production decision overall. Uh, secondly, the structure of the season was just too, it was too friendly. There were too many teams that were safe and it was too easy to make it by. It was too easy. There were mol- there were so many players this season who got by without seeing an elimination or seeing. I think that it was that, it was like easy to make it by. I think it was so easy because for the first half of the season, there were six players that were just safe automatically. And then from there, once the percentages got down, then there were three players, but it was literally the same percentage because half the field had already been lopped off. And it's just like, it was so easy for Carr to not see an elimination, for Turbo to not see an elimination, for mm-hmm. West to only have to see one elimination, for, you know? You, yeah, usually, I know what you mean in the way that it's it's not, yeah, yeah as in, as in what, usually when there's one winner, at least then they have the opportunity, you know, to have everybody in the house at their disposal. Yeah, and it just... Thing. It takes away the political game. It takes away the strategic options. I feel there there was a little bit of strategy this season, and it was mostly employed by Wes. Um, well, that's interesting, as in it, it cuts the political game in half because it becomes more competition-focused. But would, yeah. would, what would you prefer? Because to some extent, I actually appreciate when it's competition-focused as opposed to just political focus. Like, when you look at seasons, for me, like Cutthroat, that was the biggest problem I had with that because it was way too political, and then there was just very little competition that actually went into it. You know, you see people like Camilla and Brandon who were killing themselves every day in the challenge and doing really, really well, and then they would be shit out of luck because their team 
you know, they weren't in with the top head, you know, the head honchos on their team. They weren't political. They weren't savvy in that way. Uh, I, I feel like, um, we need like a middle ground. I feel like Cutthroat was a pretty decent middle ground. Like I respect the political play on Cutthroat so much. I feel like that's, I feel like that's Tori Hall's legacy and everybody knows I, I love her as, as a player. And that's like, that's her legacy because people are still pressed about that. People still hate her for her performance on that season. But the fact of the matter is that her performance was so strong on that season. That's why people hate it. She also got lucky. She also got lucky. She controlled the game. Because she had a bunch of guys on her team that she could control. But she was, she was the de facto main person in charge of that team. And people don't realize that. And she's talked about moves that she made before. You know, she essentially cornered Dunbar and said, when it was up between Dunbar and Tyler to go in that last elimination, she said, Dunbar, you've got two choices. Either you go with me and Brad or me, Brad, and Tyler are going to vote you in, and boom, and 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 they they you know they did the same thing to get Paula thrown in. Yeah, she's like a mob boss. Yeah. She played it like like Susie. That's what it's all. Well, we know you don't respect that kind of play, and I do. So that that's a that's a fundamental difference for us. Because uh, I like people too much to be that kind of a person, Zach. That's the difference. And also, my manipulation stems from a place where I actually convince people to do things out of their own internal motivation. I have good enough arguments that convince them to do them as opposed to having to threaten them with their lives. I'm watching a show. Have you seen Colony on Netflix? No. <laughs> it's really fucking with my mind these days. It's like all about this dystopian future. And I keep seeing things from this like dictatorship perspective. So when I'm hearing this kind of stuff, all I'm thinking is like in Colony, the dictator is just the occupation, like this whole storyline. Every, Steven... every time I hear a whistle or a plane, I get scared in the sky now. I'm just like, ah, the arrival is coming. Uh, actually, Stephen, Tori does have a legacy, and it's keeping haters like you pressed 10 years later. Tori has one legacy, one season. I did like her on her Road Rules season, though. I really liked her on that season. She was killer. I yeah, she, she was, was just about the only good part of that shit. Yeah, well, for, for sure from the viewers. All right, so let's jump into the actual episode, into this finale. We'll break it down for you guys. We start off with the tribunal. Now, we, you know, we left off with the tribunal in the last episode. We weren't quite sure how it was going to work out or what they were going to have to play. And we get the three, the top three from part one of the final in the tribunal, which, of course, is Theo, Wes, and Turbo in that order, I believe. Um, so Theo picks Hunter, Wes picks Kara, Turbo picks Hunter, and obviously Hunter got the majority there. And then Hunter goes in and picks Ninja. I don't know if you were surprised about that, but I, I was. I assumed he would go for Kara, to be honest. Like, I didn't think that – because it seemed like Kara had really gassed out. She didn't get the, um, the IV. She wasn't refreshed like the others. Like, it just seemed like a weird choice to me. Uh, when Wes picked Kara, I was really hoping that um, Turbo, the turbo would follow suit, but okay. it didn't happen, which is okay because, honestly, the, the – uh, the way Kara did go out in the final sat better with me because if she would have gotten voted out via tribunal, um, her her stands might have tried to pull some bullshit. But instead, she she kind of flopped. Like even even with everything going on, we even with the insane amount that they had to do and all the distance they had to travel to go out like that, kind of a flop. Yeah, that would have sucked. And also, but but do you think that Hunter then picked? Ninja because he knew he was going to give up anyways and he didn't like he didn't care because yeah. he, he seemed gassed out from the start you know what I mean yeah. he starts walking and he was just like I'm done like I can't Hunter Hunter was a complete zero this season I that's, really another, that's, that's, that's another guy that's did Hunter see an elimination this season oh he saw the first one right yeah. against Ashley that's yeah it. yeah he but, didn't do anything this season 
No, and I he, agree with pretty, that. He made like a couple tribunals. And that's why I don't understand why people are bragging about making the tribunals. And on top of that, he threatened to go home, which is obviously just a big no-no. But I'd love, if somebody could go on Twitter, maybe ask one of the cast members, how long was that elimination for? I want to find out how long that time period is from when Hunter started carrying the rope with the car to dropping it. Because it seems like it was so fast. I hope we have our our Hunter uh, Stan in attendance tonight. I like him. Oh, yeah, me too. I forgot his name. What's his name? He's good people. He'll be around. We'll find out when he comes in. All right, guys. So uh, essentially, if you guys weren't watching, they have a 50-foot rope. Obviously, the rope is as heavy like as a freaking ton of rocks. So the fact that they have to carry the rope while being pulled by that original monster truck, which we don't even know if it's the first monster truck, but they say it is, uh, and they get taken for a walk. Hunter doesn't even let the car take it for a walk properly before it drop- he drops it down. Uh, and Ninja wins that. And then they go into the pain truck and are driven to their next location. And at that point, when they're in the pain truck, they're not really sure what's going on. They're just being driven around. They make it seem like they're going through a lot of windy roads. It could be five feet away. We have really no idea. Uh, but then they finally get to the next part and we get into trivia. I wonder if they throw this in because they realize they didn't put trivia or food in the entire seasons. So they were like, oh, we got to do trivia and food quick. <laughs> the, it was the most disappointing food challenge in finals history in final history i agree and I, with that. I want everyone to try trivia, and- like it was a sad trivia and it was a sad food challenge but i wonder if they keep those portions small of the final because they tend to edit some of them out you know like i felt like with um was it the dirty 31 where i had first found out that they had been editing out portions of the final especially in the timed finals which i kind of assumed that they would be tweaking things around with editing but i didn't realize to what extent so i wonder if they do these portions now and if there's like a bunch more and they just edit them out and pick what kind of final they want to have, um, what kind of the final they want to display. So I'm not exactly sure how that went down. But anyways, they have the trivia. They started off. Uh, we got the first question, which is uh, a bunch of cities that are in India. TJ asks, the only one I remember was Mumbai. Uh, where are these cities? A was, was it Bangladesh, then India, and then Spain. Yeah. And all of them except for Ninja got this right. And I did, you know, I sort of thought it could have been Bangladesh, but I know Mumbai is in India. So instantly, once I saw that, it was India. Um, Then peer pressure on the next one. Now, this wasn't surprising that they all cattle called into whatever Wes was doing. Because I think that they just feel, especially at this point where they're mentally exhausted, they're idiots. So they're just going to go with whoever they think is the smartest person and what their answer is. Mm Mm-hmm. This is actually, this reminds me a lot of situations that I hated that I would run into playing virtual challenge games and playing, playing orgs is that sometimes people get labeled with these reputations as, oh, oh, this person's so smart. You got to listen. Oh, this, listen to this person. This person knows what they're talking about. And that's what everybody did with Wes and they all ended up being wrong. And I would always counter against that. And I would just be like, fuck that. What, what exactly gives this person this reputation? All right. That's what I want I to know. Totally They're probably cheating anyways. Honestly, cheating anyways. There was one season where people were really scared to go against me and I had no idea why. I was just like, all right, let's that, that's Yeah, that's just like, that's the social aspect of this thing. It's, it, it's, it's mob mentality at work. Like, like when, 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 when those reputations form and everyone goes with it and then you, you don't, you don't think mm-hmm. about it. 
And it's yeah. and that's what's going on with Cara right now. That's why nobody wants to call Cara out. But well, that's like, also wow. why nobody wanted to go into Cara's wherever Cara's answer was because they just don't assume that. Yeah. You know what? That shows yeah. something about Cara's personality in a way that she's going to go against the grain. I like that. Enjoy mm. that. I think that's a nice little touch there from Cara's Ed. Um, all right. So the next, the last question was, what was the largest river? As pointed out by Greg in our live section while we were watching during the watch party, that this was a trick question because the longest river is the Nile. But the largest river by water volume is actually the Amazon. And so everybody had gone into A, which was the Amazon, except for Cara, who went into B, which was the Nile, and Cara won. Um, I know Erlene said they probably thought trivia was going to last longer. I'm assuming that's true. Uh, Gilberto, Gilberto, or Gilberto, Gilberto, let's say with that, um, thinks that it was probably editing, which I can agree with as well. I mean, we don't know if the trivia didn't last longer. Like they could have had three or four questions that they all got right at the beginning. Um, but I assume yeah, they would have put those in. Would have been more interesting. Anyway, so then we uh, we get out of the trivia section, and because Cara won at the end, she gets a head start on a buggy, and it's a mile head start. So she gets driven one mile down the path in these massive sand dunes. I mean, this looked like a brutal run. You see West falling, Turbo falling, Theo falling, Ninja falling, Turbo leaping like a horse. This was bad. Um, and then they get to da -da -da, connect four. This was great. Zach, why don't you take the lead on how this uh, how this carried out for the first three rounds? Okay, so Kara waits there for everyone to get to her, and then she has to play uh, whoever gets there first in a connect four game. So Turbo gets there, whoops her. She loses diagonally. It's like all right. I guess I can understand that if anybody's going to lose in connect four, it's going to be some diagonal that you didn't realize you're going to get in some kind of trap where it's, it's a do or do, you know, it's, it's a, it's a death by whatever situation. Somebody's got you from both ways. So she loses to turbo and then Theo rolls through, I believe. Yeah. I think Theo rolls through yeah. and then Theo beats her and Theo beats her horizontally, which is like, Oh my God. Interesting. You noticed that I didn't actually clock With barely that. anything on the board too. And then Ninja Natalie rolls through and Ninja Natalie beats her. And at that point I was just cracking up and car is in tears and I'm just, uh, I'm not shocked. These are the, these are the basic skills that car lacks. And, um, I was pretty I surprised. It's not that hard to win and connect four. like after you lose the first one, you could win the second one. You know what I mean? As I said, during that portion of the final, you can just tell she didn't play a lot of this stuff. Like I would love to, um, play Kara in a game of Stratego or in a game of guess who? I don't think she would stand a chance against me. Um, first and foremost, everybody knows the, everybody knows the actual best strategy in Stratego is to set up your flag near the front because nobody ever guesses that. So they go, every, everybody just assumes you have your flag in the back corner. So they all try and send their troops around to like roll through the back, but really you've got your flag stationed comfortably up front, surrounded by a bunch of bombs um that's the way to go in stratego i won't lie i'm who, googling stratego right now because really you've <laughs> never you don't know what stratego is no but i'm really good at settlers of Catalan. i know greg probably knows what stratego i'm also really good at like balderdash and also really good at articulate which is like the best game in the whole world it's a british game everyone needs to play articulate it's so fucking fun it's like a word game uh another another hallmark of mine in board games for guess who I like to do like the unconventional questions because oh, everyone, everyone's just like, oh, what color is, you know, is their hair color this? Is their eye color this? I like to look a little deeper into it. I'll be like, 
Uh, is the ear placement on their head higher or lower? Do they have eyebrows? You know, like like really deep questions that help you narrow down the, is the ear. Okay, so is the ear placement on someone's head higher or lower is so subjective? I mean, ask me those kind of questions when we're playing because I'll just say yes, no to both of them. And then I'll call your ass out if you don't answer. If, 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 if at the end of the game you don't answer it enough properly, I'll call your ass out. Like their ears are going to be here and be like, yes, yes, it is high. <laughs> oh, also, I totally agree with Arlene. Uh, so after Cara beats three pe- or after Cara loses to three people in Connect Four, Wes comes up and flops against her and essentially essentially lets her win. But um, I think I think that was because he was so drained. I mean, I don't know. It seemed like he was. De- I mean, were you as surprised as I was at all the gassing out from Wes? Yes, Wes did not. So Wes finished the first leg of the final in second place by mm-hmm. like ten minutes. Um, but. On top of that, he he failed on a good amount of the games in the middle. And that stood out to me. And if you look back, Wes just has a history of this. You know, he mm. CT had to carry him through the eating portion on Rivals 2. Um, Rivals 1, he struggled in the eating portion as well. And, and, and on the puzzles on Rivals 2, he struggled. Wes, Wes, it's true. Wes doesn't ever go through a final and just crush it with the exception of the duel. The duel, he just crushed it straight through. Um, it played into a lot of his strengths. Also, Rivals 1 was horrific. Yeah, I mean, he, he, there, I mean, he obviously the awesome. iconic shot is him literally getting carried up the mountain. Uh, so Wes is, never, Wes is never someone that just goes into a fight. And, and I was so convinced he was going to win. And, and now I look back and I'm like, he, he's never a sure thing. Oh, Fabi makes a good point about how light-skinned he is and in that sun. Because being in that sun, when you're basically see-through, that's brutal. The sun hits you so hard. You probably couldn't Um, handle it. And Michael's right. Running in sand is just just the worst. And running sand dunes, it's really brutal. Sand dunes Um, are brutal. Even just running on the beach. Like, you know, when you're on the beach, even beach volleyball, I don't know if you guys have played that. I love indoor volleyball, but whenever I've gone to play beach volleyball, it is so hard. It is. Yeah. yeah. When you're running on the beach, you you run down closer to the water because you you get the the refreshing feel of the ocean on your feet. And it's also more compact sand. Yeah. It's Um, way easier to run on. And that's another thing. I I can only imagine how hot the sand was that they were on. Like scorching you know burning you, you at the coffee top. on sand yeah like like if it's really hot you could just like yeah. put a pot of water and it'll just cook right there yeah. do you, you midwesterners that are watching us right now really have no idea what we're talking about this is all this is coast stuff baby this is what it's like <laughs> on the coast the life yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah all right so Kara beats west and then in the end obviously they both have to run off um, and this is the point in which Kara makes your favorite statement of the evening about how she has people DMing her and messaging her, people on Twitter, people who look mm-hmm. up to her and say that uh, she inspires them. I don't know what issue you have with someone inspiring other people, but because I'd love for you to dive into it, Zach. This is what has poisoned Kara's mind. First and foremost, Kara is not a role model. She's not. And she tries to position herself as one which bothers me, but she consistently acts in ways that are un-role model-like. Um, and yet she consistently tries to say, well, I, I am a role model. No, no, sorry, Car, I disagree with you. Secondly, this is, the, this is the bottom line. She has these crazy stalker fans who live in delusion of what she actually is. Yeah, I'll give you and that. And they DM her and they poison her brain. Um, oh, great. <laughs> Listen, Greg, I'm not that far away from the beach, all right? It's an hour and a half drive, two hours, okours. Okay? Um, so, I mean, to some extent, I can see what you mean. 
I could see what you mean. But, but, she, but so she takes it so seriously. She's like, oh my God, I've got all these fans that love me. But literally, it's the craziest people on Twitter. Look at the fans that love her. They're insane. And those no, are the people it's true. That are to like be honest, I will say this. I will say this. If I had fans like Cara had fans, I would step in. I would have stepped in a long time ago. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't want people rocking my name on their Twitter handle and then behaving in the ways that some of the stands do. I'm not yeah. saying all of them are bad. I just think like there is so much life to live outside of the Twitter walls. And if I saw that many people investing that much time into my personal life drama, I would tell them to go do other things, like to literally get up, get out of their house, who is who is more of a role model, Kara or Emily Schramm? Emily Schramm. Without a doubt. Hands down. And Emily Schramm is a person who's not Hands perfect down. on the show. She had a blackface incident on... Not at all, yeah. Uh, on well, you want to say something interesting about that? I didn't know what blackface was at all until that episode of the show. I had no idea it was this thing. I didn't even, I didn't even know that there was a name for dressing up as black. I didn't even know that there was like a, mm. that there was a whole history behind it. I actually was as clueless and as ignorant as well, Emily you, was. You had never seen the classic Spike Lee film, Bamboozled. Great no, movie. No, I, I haven't seen that. No, I, ha- I haven't even seen that now. So it's interesting when I watched that, I felt for Emily because I was learning on the spot, watching that show about how bad this was. And then I did a whole deep dive into Wikipedia and I was like, holy crap, like this stuff stems from so far back. Um, Yo, uh, I got to give a big shout out to Jonathan in the comments. Jonathan, I love you. I love your work. Uh, Jonathan's a favorite of mine. Um, Why? Because you guys both hate Kara? he's he's just entertaining he entertains me um he he was in my michelle Michelle didn't know either i didn't i thought it was maybe like everybody knew and i was just so out of the loop i didn't live in america at that time but here's the thing she showed humility about it and then you read into her story and it's like she was raised on you know like a commune she was she was she had a really yeah like emily's an actual weirdo Mm -hmm. Kara's not a weirdo Kara is a rich girl from boston who uh whose family was wealthy enough to own a horse Okay, the, she's, she's, she makes herself a weirdo. Emily grew up in a way where she didn't learn normal social skills. And yeah. then, and that, shown, that, that shined through on her real world season. And then she comes onto the challenge. And now she's a very humble, very nice person who is making a successful business for herself outside of the show, a successful life, who doesn't, in, doesn't engage in weird Twitter shading like a 15-year-old girl. She doesn't have time. Um, yeah. She's busy doing actual things with her life. And I, I always yeah. commend that. And even though Emily has actually turned down a Saniac podcast interview uh, like four times now, mm-hmm. um, because I've been trying since I started, but me and her assistant have spoken here and there. And I know, you know, I work for my dad. I get what it's like to like prioritize your life. And, you know, the Saniac podcast should never be a priority for someone who's really trying to make a difference yeah. in this world. And so I respect that. You know, she's really out there focusing on stuff. I'll never take it personally. I think she still does amazing work. And, you know, that's, that's good on her. And she well, has bottom line, podcast, um, um, what is it? Em- Emily Schramm doesn't have fans on Twitter that are like, Oh, I'm going to call Emily's enemies job and get them fired. Wow. That's- do people do that about Cara? Uh, I'm pretty sure Amanda has lost a job because of Cara stands. Wow. Like calling her place of employment. Wow. That's essentially, good. essentially doxing her. Like, yeah, Cara, Cara stands dox people. That's we all know I hate doxing. That yeah, is uh, horrible. Oh yeah, my God. Sure. I did not know that that was a thing. Yeah, listen, it's a toxic environment. You know, I don't think her intention is bad. I just don't think she's seeing it. I don't think she's, she's like, and that's a really big problem. To allow people to inadvertently 
use your name as inspo for carrying out things that are not beneficial to this world is obviously not positive whatsoever. Um, you know, I love Kayla, Jamie, the whole crew. I think they're great. But at the same time, you know, they also feed into a lot of that toxicity and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, for the most part, I think a lot of them do it as business, but I don't find Cara does it as business, which is why I take more of an issue with it in that way. I mean, if people are really buying into like, and stuff, you have to understand, like, these are for retweets. These are for circulation. Like you can just tell, you know, you can just see it. It's so it's, it's, and uh, like you guys know, I am, I am not the kind of person that takes, uh, what I see on a television screen on an edited show and apply it to someone's real life. I hate that. I'm very outspoken about that. But I also follow Kara close enough to see a lot of what her genuine personality is and 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 like some of those character flaws. That's I'm but not going based on what I see on the screen. I, I, I don't know. I don't think you would. I, I, I think that... I think I would be able to get along with her to the point where she would really like me as a human being, but I might not necessarily be so fond of her. I would get annoyed with her, but I would still be able to get along with her. I would still see like a positive in her. I just think she's one of those people that would annoy you because she so frequently like does things like take to Twitter to start a fight. I think like a lot of the girls that she continues to fight with, I wouldn't really care. If someone comes at me on Twitter for something, I'm not going to like respond on Twitter. I'm not going to continue that stupid shit unless maybe, you know, it'll help me in business and stuff. But I think she's a lot like Johnny in that I I heard and I've heard Evan and Kenny both say that Johnny, Johnny is so invested in the show and his mind is on the show at all times that like if they meet up to, you know, get something to eat together in their real life, even though Evan and Kenny haven't been on the show in a decade, Johnny will just be saying all this stuff about, oh, and then here's what happened on, you know, here's what's happening on the show. Here's what's happening with X, Y, and Z. And I feel like Cara is the exact same way. Like okay, when she's not on the show. What does Johnny do? What does Johnny do in his life? He's a challenger. He does first look. What is he supposed to talk about? You talk about your job with your friends. Cara's the same exact way. Cara's female Johnny. And I've been saying that for... But Three I think, now, but I don't, but, okay, but you'll agree with me on this though, because bananas definitely doesn't take things personally like Kara does. Like, there's no way when bananas. Oh, Johnny's alive, better than Kara. I'm yeah. listen. I've I've had bad things to say. I, I'm like I've got some of that Johnny fatigue. Uh, John, Johnny pretty much just had a full season off. I'm I'm good on it. I would much rather see Johnny than Kara right now. Same. Like I don't see him as in that way. I know what you mean though, in the sense that she's like constantly on it. Her whole life is the challenge. Blah 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 blah. I do get that. Honestly, you know, I think I'd have to go on the show to really understand how much it fucks with your mind to then be able to see how long it takes afterwards to recuperate from such a thing. Because yeah. then I'd be able to properly judge, you know, how you know how crazy it would make someone to not take any time off and things like that. Because I can see it, but I don't really grasp it and. I'm not in her life enough to know, you know what I mean? I'm not in her life enough to be able to say like, this is actually detrimental. Let's, let's keep things moving on, on the episode recap here so that we can also get into season 34. Yeah. This is when we move into the eating thing. We all know it was just lame, like muesli, uh, peanut butter, jelly sandwich, uh, whatever else. I I, I saw some of those like, uh, Nutri-Grain bars. I I think I saw some Nature Valley, uh, peanut butter, Lots of uh, like things bars. like that. It looked like yeah. actually good food that ne- they needed to sustain themselves for the next part yeah. of the final. Um, and uh, it started out weird. So basically they have all, by the way, maybe if Turbo didn't have the privilege of doing this, the results would have been different for the winner. Um, but because Turbo got there first, he had the he had the option to share all of his food and just distribute it and walk away, which I thought was a that's weird a, advantage. That's a hefty advantage. Yeah. Weird, weird advantage to give in a final, in my opinion. And then uh, he distributes it. So Theo comes in, 
And he's like, all right, you know, now I have to eat all this stuff. Car has to eat all this stuff. Wes has to eat all this stuff. They all start rolling in. Wes is dying during the food part, like on the floor, can't breathe. He's, he looks like he's in really bad shape. Man. Uh, and then Kara ends up leaving second, totally smoking everyone. Theo finishes third. Then you got Ninja who finishes fourth and Wes coming in way later towards the end, but still doesn't give up. Uh, and then they go into the pain truck and you know, the pain truck. I mean, this is like, this thing looks so gruesome. It's come, it's almost like a, what a Hollywood actors trailer would be like during a zombie apocalypse. You know, like this is, this is the stripped down zombie apocalypse. George Clooney trailer provided for the cast right here. Uh, they get to the pain truck and they have no idea what, is happening you know they're all sort of piling in there they're waiting nobody's saying anything they're not really sure what's going on and then they get to the beach portion and at this point turbo makes up first the pain truck car gets their second then theo the ninja then west so you can see west is already dropping way far behind after having a bit of a lead over the girls uh and turbo is taking first again for the second time um that day i mean turbo's just like killing it when it comes to these checkpoints of today uh, then we get beach portion, beautiful Namibia beach, and they have to do math. Now, Zach, if you had to do math after all of this, like, would you be able to handle math problems, that extensive of math problems? Cause it's like a, a few miles long of math. So this was by far my favorite part of the final. I thought it was very creative Ooh. and also simplistic. And that, that's what is great. If you can come up with a simple concept that doesn't involve all these crazy twists and you can fit it perfectly into, uh, what you're doing. It's great. It's logical. I loved it. Me personally, I'm, I'm not good at math. Mm. So I, I absolutely would have struggled on this. I, I would have been writing it down in the sand. And I, I think that the way that Wes went through this was so impressive and probably spared him from finishing, you know, fourth place instead mm. of third. So he, he, he essentially won himself money here because he passed multiple people. He went from last place, ran through had without stopping at all, he did all the math in his head on the way through. And then he ended up being the second person to get into a kayak, which was pretty awesome. Yeah. And he then made up a lot of time as well. When he was kayaking with turbo, he made up a ton of time and I can't help but think, you know, if Theo had had maybe not the food thing and also this, you know, had figured out the last two digits of that code and gone into that kayak right after turbo, if he would have had a chance to win it, it's kind of crazy to think like uh, yeah. errors, could have been it. Lose somebody, you know, $500,000 in difference. I mean, that's that's an insane amount of money. That's an entire yeah. Big Brother winner. That's half a Survivor winner. That's a lot of cash right there. So uh, then we get to um, we get to this very dramatic. Oof. There were only four kayaks and there were five people. So one person was getting left behind and getting eliminated from the challenge, which I'm, I, was, I was cool with that. The way that they eliminated a couple people along the way. I actually liked that. Um, it works that having okay that many if the, the girls final. hadn't gassed out in the part one like if part one was maybe slightly easier to the point where more yeah. females could have made the second part i would have been happier with all these eliminations i agree with that set it um, up so in favor of the men so we got this uh we got this very dramatic scene between car and theo who's going to get the lock who's going to get the lock and shani and i were both rooting for theo hardcore the uh, i i was because i'm a car hater and Shawnee was rooting for Theo because she is, uh, you know, British she's a Brit stan. <laughs> um, and just rooting and rooting and rooting. And finally, 
you could see that Cara, she didn't have it. She had to turn around and go back and recalculate her numbers. And at that point, Theo had tried so many combinations and he had done it again. He finally got it right. We cheered. Cara got eliminated from the final. She cried. And, you know, he had guessed, he mentioned later that he guessed, which was a really fun fact for this whole thing, that Cara had gone back because she fucked up and Theo just kept fidgeting with the numbers. Yeah. Very reminiscent of when it was, was it Bananas and Camilla and whoever else was on that team where they had the locks in the room? I think it was the same challenge that hunter like cut his arm with the oh yeah i think that was 30 30 bananas only got like the first or he got the first two or three and then he started playing with the rest of the numbers and figured it out from there and so this was kind of similar in terms of strategy i always think that's the best way to go there's only a few numbers on there if you have the first two three just guess the rest irving i mean we both agree genderless finals are really stupid they can literally go fuck themselves with genderless finals like enough is enough two men Two, I mean, sorry, two two winners, a male, a female. It's not that hard to split. You know, it's not that hard to do two winners. Like, that isn't a crazy concept. They've been doing yeah. it for years. And just, listen, I don't care how progressive you are. This this was completely stacked against the women. That's yep. that's just the, that's the bottom line. Um, it, it was stacked it, against the women yeah. hardcore. And, and um it it didn't really give them a chance to win any money. I'm certainly glad that neither of the top two finishing women won money because I dislike both of them. But overall, it just wasn't that fair. Yeah, I agree. All right, so from this part, Theo gets the kayak. He ends up kayaking over. He seems to be quite far behind at that point, though. Um, and then to the beach, uh, you know, this is the run from the kayak to the beach. And so we have Turbo coming in first, Theo right there with him. They were like holding hands, crossing the finish line. Then Ninja and then Wes, who was really at that point completely gassed out. Yeah, he he had nothing left. You know, he had nothing left in his tank. I think the age is coming to him. And also he's competing against a guy who is just an absolute animal. Calling in the age card on Wes. That is, that's big. Well, I mean, you have to to see where he's coming from. He's, you have, he just went up against Turbo, who was doing horse leaps through the sand. Listen, I don't think Turbo's a spring chicken. Can I get an age check on both of them? They're probably close to the same age. Yeah, that's true. How old is Turbo? I mean, Wes is, what, 34? Turbo's Uh, probably in that 32 to 34 range, I would guess. Really? You think so? I think so. All right, we'll find out at some point. Somebody drop that in there. Yeah, Wes is 34. Let me see what Turbo is, actually. Turbo to Robbie. Turbo is 30. Interesting. He's 30. Okay. So right. he's like he's like four years younger, but still, I mean, I know what you mean. He's not he's not like a twenty year old. He's not in that that age range. Um, this is the bottom line. I, I'm never going to be the kind of person that makes fun of age on this show. Who's making um, fun? No one's making. There's fun so of many people. There's so many people on Facebook though that are just like, "Oh, you're old and you're irrelevant." It's so stupid. It's such a stupid argument because the people that they love are getting older. I hate the statement of you're irrelevant because you want to know what that means. Then that means that we are saying that somebody who's on yeah. a TV show, a reality TV show is relevant. And yeah. that is something we should never stand for. If anybody else is out there trying to say like this cast is better than, you know, you are as people or they're more relevant. That's total fucking bullshit. Total fucking Just bullshit. In terms of like, this, nothing but go on a TV show. Literally. This is not a young show anymore. You're not not, pulling people from road rules and real world who are 19 and 20 years old. That's not how they do it anymore. It's not how they cast it. Davon's like 35, right? No, she's, I think she's only like 30 or something. So she's a relative rookie and she's, she's older. Like the rookies they're bringing on the show now are older 
the most recognizable faces on the show are older. Yeah, cars um, in their thirties, but yeah, like that's that's just 40s. that's just what it is. Yeah, the yeah. most marketable commodities on the show are mid to late thirty year old people, and I, like I can it. live with that. And I honestly, like I I don't I don't use that as a disqualifier. So that's why I don't understand why people want to rip on Veronica, on Mark Long, on Beth. They can be on the fucking show if they can yeah, still entertain me. Ripping and on a Veronica good. and a Beth and a Mark because Mark is in phenomenal shape. Veronica really didn't try last season. I mean, you have to see like. I mean, she, uh, Veronica got eliminated on just such a stupid twist last season. It was like, okay, who yeah, who jumped that. on this meat and didn't last the longest? So I agree stupid. with that. I agree with that. I do. I do. I, th- I, but I think age is just a number at the end of the day, and a lot of them are getting older. And I'm hoping that the drama gets older as well. It doesn't seem to be, uh, but hopefully it will. It sort of is. If you think those are the like, if if that's what you want, if you want like real rookies who are bankable on the show, you need to bring back the feeder shows that are young enough to do that and bring in 21 and 22 year olds who still want to drink a lot and fight and be irresponsible. But it seems like they're moving away from that probably because they're seeing so much success in the CBS end of reality TV. Yeah. Oh, they're they're absolutely moving away from it. Exactly. And they, they see that, you know, these comps that have older people, thirties, forties, whatever it is, are doing very well. There's a variety of individuals there. It's not just young people idiocy. And so I think that's, the direction they're trying to go in, which I actually appreciate, you know, and if they're pulling from places like big brother, you'll still get some young people, but they won't be 18. They're going to be 20. You know, they're going to be 21. This is, whatever it is. Like, this is why I, there's should still be two to three slots per season for legends for old faces to bring back because nobody has aged out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Norman Corpy from real world, uh, New York season one, Maybe he's aged out, but... But I want it to be interesting. Interesting yeah. bets. Like, I'm not... Listen, I love Derek Kay, but I think he had his chance to come on. Oh, I agree. You know, Darrell had his chance to come on. Both amazing people, but it's just like, let's get new ones, you no, know? They, they can bring Darrell back because uh-huh. the last couple times Darrell's appeared on the show, it's it's been kind of bullshit. Like, like bring Darrell back. Oh, that's like, true. Don't do, a pur- don't, over. don't do a purge day one. Yeah, like, yeah, like yeah. Give, give me Give me another proper Darrell shot. Yeah, um, I actually agree with that. He hasn't really had his proper chance, but yeah, but yeah I mean, I, I hear you on that and that end. So we'll see. We'll see. Let's jump in um, to the results before we get into the cast, because I know you want to talk about that quickly before we finish off this episode today. Uh, so as you guys all know, hopefully you're watching and we're not spoiling it for you. In fourth place was Ninja, zero dollars. In third place was Wes, 50K. In second place was Theo with 200K. I'm still so proud of my boy making it second place. And in first place was Turbo, 750K. And I got to say you know for a final four you got three rookies one vet i think they all did fantastic especially considering you know ninja beat one of the guys in a very much so male favored final she should be very proud of herself for that and you know all in all solid season we have we you know we had our grabs we mentioned those with production on this season but a huge improvement from last season and now let's jump into potential spoilers if you guys don't like cast spoilers this is a spoil we're not going to get into any of the details about the season other than the cast so season 34 cast let's go they already flew out (sighs) you guys this cast is tragic he's been depressed about this for a week it sucks i random ominous messages like oh my god i'm just so disappointed and it just makes me wish more than ever that i could sit in on these meetings can can I just please have a, have eyes on the process for which they 
come up with formats for which they cast. I want to see their big board of who they're calling, who's declined, who's possible. I want to see these things. Um, Oh, Irving, I would say the worst thing about this season uh, was changing from pairs to individual. That that did not work well in my eyes. Yeah, Zach um, had animosity towards that one for a while. And I, yes, I agree. Shawnee should have stalked the airport. She was not dedicated enough to the fans to do that. I'm sorry, guys. Um, my dedication is the way. Here's the bottom line with this season. There are 27 confirmed names so far, which means that there's, you know, maybe one, two, three more names that need to leak out. Can you text me, message me the list so I have it visually in front of me? Okay, I will. I'm doing that right now. There are 27 names. Would you like to guess how many of the confirmed cast members for this season did not appear on last season out of 27? Is it like one or two? What is it? How many? It's seven. Oh, that's and not one, bad. No, it is bad. And one of those seven is Joss, who was pretty much who was going to be on last season and has been on the two seasons before that. So okay, essentially, Joss. it's like six. I have no gripes with Joss. It's bad, guys. I don't. I don't um, think that's. I actually don't think that's that bad. I was expecting it to be a lot. I mean, I guess it depends who the six are, though. It depends on who. Well, two of the six are going to be up Car and Paulie's ass this season, so I'm not happy about that at all. I, I am texting you the list right now. You probably won't be able to open it because Vevmo sucks. Like seriously, Vevmo, what is wrong with your website? No, Vevmo, I can open. You always have problems with Vevmo. Vevmo gives my phone cancer. Somebody said that on the boards and I thought that was hilarious and I'm using that now. Mm. So I, I'm not going to take full credit for it, but Wait, it's so true. Wait, so they left like, two days ago. I knew that they left two days ago because we yeah. were going to get Theo on, to the cat, on, on for an interview and he uh, he had said he he like was leaving. He's like, I'm sorry, I can't do it Wednesday. I'm leaving yep. now again. And then I messaged him back, but he didn't answer because he was already gone. Like by the time I messaged him, it was already yesterday. So, uh, like I said, there were a couple names that got announced today, like recently, and it just it makes it even worse. Who picked these photos? They're so hot. (laughs) Okay, so we've got for the females, Ashley Mitchell, Cryer Maria, Devon, D, Faith, Georgia. Uh, Georgia from the show. There was also a rumor that the other Georgia from Love Island was going to be on there, but she's not on now. Yeah, I heard that. That would have been cool. If Georgia Steele was on there, I would have been down. Uh, We've got Cam, Kaylee, Laurel, thank you, Nani, Ninja fucking Natalie, and Tori Deal, and Zahida. This is an interesting Your cast. On the like, there is really not. I'm. I, I yeah. I'm disappointed. Like you are. Be, I'm not disappointed because I don't like the cast. I'm disappointed because of the lack of variety from what we have had the past few seasons. But <laughs> I am surprised. I guess I'm not surprised actually that Nani would come back because the whole thing is she got screwed over, so she. Her and West signed back to back deals apparently. So when her and Wes signed up for War of the Worlds, they apparently signed a, a, a contract saying that you have to do this season and the next season. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I guess like they had to come back anyways. But you think so, what? But you don't think that Nani would have wanted to come back anyways? I think she would. I mean, Nani likes to space it out at this point. Yeah. Um. So D and Ninja Natalie, you guys I'm, brought no, you guys brought nothing to my season. This I'm season. happy with D and Ninja Natalie. I like no, them. I'm, I like I'm not them happy. Sure. I'm not happy for sure. Okay, Michelle, I have disliked Tori Deal since so her debut. Okay, well, we need to get over it because Tori is going to be Shawnee's girl this season. I am so excited. She was on Dirty 30 
instantly she became one of the most overhyped people that I've ever seen on the show. This is coming off her flopping on Are You The One Second Chances and getting whooped by my boy Devin. Great, great season, by the way. Are You The yeah, One Second Chances? Show. That was a good I was show. in on that. I watched every episode. I still listen to the song that played when Devin and Rashida won. I found that song so on dramatic. Spotify and it's a dope song. Um, but yeah, Tori, that's when I was like, yeah, this girl's a flop. She couldn't beat Rashida in a, in like a old school style final. Um, oh, and fuck then, off Irving. People are just sucking up to you now. <laughs> uh, Irving knows what's up. But like, and then Tori comes on to Dirty 30 with these super scripted, like confessional skits that aren't funny at all. She just completely falls in line with Kara and oh, shut up. She and is Jenna. the single greatest thing to come out of the challenge world when it comes to what she puts out there on her social media content. Dude, stop Absolutely. it. Nobody she tries to use their platform for as good of stuff as she does. It's disgusting. People are on there selling fucking everything left, right, and center. Shit that doesn't matter. Shit that doesn't benefit anybody. And you have Tori Deal trying to push positivity. And I think that's fantastic. I think that is truly fantastic. She is everything that Kara isn't, Zach. How are you so anti-Tori? Uh, everything she... that Kara, no. Everything that Kara does on social media, Tori does not do. Tori literally does not hype people up to be mean to other people online. Tori does not hype her stands up to dox other individuals on Twitter. Tori doesn't do any of that shit. In fact, she does the exact opposite. She encourages people to wake up, to think well, to man manifest what they actually want to come true. I'm sorry, but Tori actually does good for this world. And I think it's... it's Listen, Shani. It's you, so different to what we see compared to all the other girls who literally use their social media to what? To continue a negative cycle of absolute total bullshit that's literally irrelevant. I'm sorry. People praise Angela as a queen as if she even matters. It is really <laughs> the most annoying thing ever. The girl got her entire face redone because she was so insecure and now projects that onto the rest of the world that that is what you should do. Get plastic surgery. You'll look good. You'll feel better. It's total bullshit. She's probably still sad and still insecure every single day of her life. She wakes up, puts on a pound of makeup on her face doesn't walk around in hawaii without makeup on her face have you seen her on vacation in 100 degree heat wearing thick foundation all over everything it's fucking vile that's what she projects to the world and that's what so many of the other girls do every single day and it's so gross it's so gross and people are like queen this queen that bullshit those aren't queens those are idiots they get fashion over clothes for free for free that's it all it is my drama. Angela's drama online isn't even real. You can see right through it. It is so fake. And it's so sad that people push all of these losers as queen, but not someone like Tori Deal, who is literally trying to make people happier every single day. Happier. Not make people jealous. Not do a bunch of photo shoots and make people think that they're living the best life for a whole month straight. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not doing that. Are you, are you good? Have you gotten it all off your chest? Yeah, but I actually would be friends with Angela in person. She seems like a nice human being. Just her social media is bullshit. I'm going to offer up two issues that I have with Tori. One is something that I know that you fall in line with. What? I know we see eye to eye. If there's one thing that bothers me in this world, it's people that aren't funny that think they're funny. And Tori is not funny. I will, will give you, I will give you that Tori skits do not often work out. They do not land. That. They are not good. You I'll have said a lot about Theo Vaughn's. I will give you that. Tori's Theo on the show. Don't work out. 
However, Tori's more thought out skits in person, like the advertisement that she did with uh, the candles with the accents in Jordan. Now that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Uh, also her music is trash, which I mean, uh, uh, honestly, there's not a great record of reality stars like having, you know, Cardi B. Music, so, so she's, yeah, there, there's not a long list. So Tori is yeah. one of many that have, have fallen into that. But, but she, she, I remember when her and Jordan, her and Jordan original, did like a song though, right? together. Yeah, but that wasn't an original, it was a cover. People on Challenge fans were like, oh my God, this is so moving. This is so beautiful. I almost they were up. so cute. It wasn't because it was like the world's greatest song. I will agree with you on her humor though. I don't like the skits. I but but you want to know what it is? I'm a really funny person as a human, but I have plenty of times in my life tried to create some sort of like theatrical skit at school if it was like put on this whatever, and my skits always suck. Always without fail. I cannot plan a funny skit in my head. It like doesn't work out ever. And so I feel like Tori might be that kind of a human being. Bottom line, if if you are charismatic, if you are funny, you don't need to, you don't need to try. You just go, you be yourself. Maybe you turn it on a little bit. Like maybe you heighten it a little bit, but you shouldn't have to try. Like, do you think, how hard do you think Bear is trying to be Bear in front of the camera? No, not, not at all. Bear's, Bear's not doing skits. That's yeah, the difference. He, Bear's he's not, not trying that hard. But Bear's not doing skits. And I totally agree. And I agree. Listen, charisma on camera is not something that is easy to, easy to portray but i do just think as a person of all the people on the show that we should be bashing it's most definitely not her because she goes against all of the shit that you hate from cara and from the stand community well here's my other issue and it directly involves cara also I, maddie, uh, wait wait funny fact maddie blo- blocked us on twitter for saying not a word about her we asked like a question Maddie from the show? Yeah, Maddie from X on the Beach. She like, she blocked That's us. How funny is hilarious. that? hilarious. The blonde one. I didn't even finish yeah. watching the season. I didn't get to the episode she even came on for. That's hilarious. Um, so my issue with Tori, uh, this is a future issue. This is me going on record. And as you guys know, when I make predictions about this fucking show, it comes true because I can see the landscape. Tori is going to work with Kara on this season. She's going to be totally like so on Kara's ass. And it's going to be disgusting and i don't want to watch it i think so too because tori's a really nice person she's been watching car get a lot of hate for the past however many seasons she's gonna want to be you know she's friends with her already i could see i could definitely it's gonna be horrible it's gonna be it's gonna be unbearable do you think tori and nani will team up Mm. (sighs) i'm really not liking the political landscape of the season but let's talk about the one bright spot well there's two bright spots in the names i just named obviously my girl zahita love having zahita back zahita's Uh, back baby and she's probably fitter you know i'm sure she's been training a little bit here and there she's just as thick that's all that matters um (laughs) and okay the now let's talk about the legend the number one female of all time in the history of the show according to my list laurel uh she's back this could go a couple different ways people seem to think that she's coming back and she's coming for blood and she's going to humble Kara's ass and take her out for the third time you guys and gals know that I would love nothing more than that. But my, my fear is that if this is a big team season, if this is a team versus team season, like if it's, if this is a U.S. versus UK season, like people mm-hmm. are suspecting, then what if, what if that doesn't like, we wouldn't get Cara versus Laurel. What if it's, what if it's, you know, one representative from this team versus a representative from the other team at that point, Cara is protected. 
And I'm worried about that. But this, uh, so I, so that was my theory originally format wise, but then look at this cast. There's not enough. The girls aren't even. Steven, uh, Laurel beat Kara on free agents in the uh, wall climbing competition. And then on invasion in the, uh, the American Gladiators Powerball competition. Oh, the wall climbing competition. Like, are we really going to give her that loss? Oh, yeah. yeah she whooped Cars' ass. Uh, this, these are such great photos, everybody. These are honestly amazing. Like, people look so good right here. Another fear I would have, like, you know, she's a little bit older. Everyone's a little bit older. What if Laurel comes in and she's like, okay, I want to make up with Car. I want to be friends again. That would just make me puke even more. Like, you're my only hope, Laurel. Like, I need you to come in here with with bloodlust I, I think that there's a possibility that that could happen big time yeah Arlene, we didn't do the mails yet let's get into that zach why don't you read them out for us okay and also um no kendall kendall made it very far through the casting process she trolled everyone on departure day as she usually does and i just don't get it I, you had to cast I do. d i mean you, I had to, you had to cast d that badly that you couldn't bring on kendall kendall's not i don't know if she would be that entertaining though you have to think about where uh, okay. they're coming from All right, question from marketing perspective question for everyone i want you to look up d's twitter followers and then look up kendall's twitter followers and tell me who's got more someone in the comments please do that why is twitter followers a matter of how well, i mean so, social media following is is big obviously like, like but that, i said i said it. i don't think that they would be she would be as entertaining like she she really wouldn't i disagree i think kendall would be way more entertaining than d d was pretty much wallpaper I uh, like Dee. I thought she was great. Her only her only moments of drama were when she jumped in to help Ninja with Ninja's scripted drama. Um, That's not even true. I'm I'm not down with Dee at she all. She fought with Shailene. Never. Oh, oh man, wallpaper versus wallpaper. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, what, you were so it? extra so, about the wallpaper. All right, um, guys. We've got the. Uh, so uh, we've got the men, and this is. This is even more fucking tragic. Like, I've got so many thoughts on this. First and foremost, Gus. Why? Yeah, why is he back? Do you think they signed him a two? I think they signed a two-season deal with him. It seems to be the trend now, and I feel what like they the wouldn't have asked him back because he really didn't do much. Like, he really didn't do much for the show. I can't imagine that they would have been inclined to get him back for ratings. Johnny Bananas. Expected. Jordan. Yeah, yeah. Now, I would say that I'm moderately excited about Jordan, but then comes the reality. Then comes the reality that we're going to get a Jordan, Tory, Cara, Pauly couples alliance. I'm so excited. I hope it happens. No, no, so no, no. <laughs> Honestly, the, it's funny how you've hated Cara so much over the seasons, but like she's sort of worn up to me. I didn't like her that much this season, particularly like as a challenger, but I do think that if she has Tori and Jordan working with her along with new boyfriend, Polly, whom I love, I, I don't know. Like, it's going to be hard for me to dislike her. I'm going to be you rooting like for that. Her. You I'm would gonna, like that. I'm going to be rooting for her inadvertently because I'm rooting for Tori, Jordan and Polly. But I mean, if it was like a choice, like they have to go head to head, someone has to leave. Obviously she's first on my list. <sighs> Bottom line, I know that Jordan doesn't like Kara. I know they've had beef in the past now. because, yeah, I think they've made up because yeah. this is this is Kara's game. Like she sucks up to people that she knows are, you know, better than her. People or that Tori's could possibly be a threat to Jordan her. A better person by making Jordan a kinder, more. Well, I heard stories about Jordan 
when him and Tori were at the New York event last year. Sounds like kind of a dick. I'm just saying, which I'm cool with. I'm totally cool with him being Wait, a dick. You're saying somebody was a dick on a night out when there's hundreds of people around, the grunt guy making a mess, and not enough room to walk around? Listen, I'm not going to spill all the I'm tea. I'm a dick I when there's Jordan, enough room when I'm walking around. I heard Jordan was kind of weird, and that's cool. I respect Jordan. He's one of the all-time greats. Um, yeah, he's I'd really earned that. that title as, as one I'd of the all-time put him in that for sure. And of that foursome, uh, there's I'm pretty much against three of those four. So Jordan's really my only hope to blow that up and, and not have that be an alliance because that would just be bad for the show. Who it would be you, bad for the what show. Side, what side do you think they're going to go on between Bananas and Wes? I have a feeling that, that Wes is going to get more. Uh, Wes, Wes is going to get mauled this season. I think, I, I, th- uh, I think Wes is completely on the outs. What about Jordan, though? I think Jordan will line up with Johnny. Really? Yeah. You think Jordan is going to line Jordan up? Jordan will go between Johnny and, and he'll go between Car- between Car and Polly. He'll be completely between them. That seems crazy for Jordan to team up with Bananas. Like that almost seems outrageous. I don't I think know he likes if that's going to happen. This is what happens. Like people get older, and the rivalries they once had, they just kind of fade away. And honestly, I'm, I can see that it happens in real life. All right, so we've got, like I said, we've got Gus, Boo, Johnny, whatever, Jordan. I'm worried about you, Josh. Josh is back. I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I I like Josh. We like Josh. Uh, Joss. Woo! We also like Joss. I'm okay with Joss, but it's we like Joss. It's not blowing my mind. Leroy, dude. We like Leroy, Leroy. except no, all the people we no. wanted to get on as guests after this season are now on filming so we can't bring them on but it, listen <laughs> Leroy and Johnny it's gonna be the same thing again like Le- Leroy is he's not himself anymore Leroy needs to take time off he needs to reinvent himself I he really needs- disagree I think that was all editing I really think that was he's like been so on like three editing. straight seasons and he's flopped so many times but he hasn't been there for the whole time period so it's not like he's been on four straight seasons i think was he on final reckoning he might have been we've talked about this before it it just wasn't memorable enough wow i actually don't realize how much leroy's tired and leroy i love you Uh, you're just tired but, but think about the season that he's now going into with this cast i feel like he's much more adequately set up for this season than he was for last season johnny you're a bit of an apologist right now and it's funny i'm enjoying this i am an apologist I like there's just so many different casting options okay, okay here no, no, I, I, I agree, I'll speak I agree to with you. that i agree with that if i had to i know you want fresh blood on the show you could have replaced leroy with, with i would have wanted that i would have you could have brought in chad johnson no, I don't want chat. I would have wanted somebody else. But yeah, I, I would happily give up Leroy for a new rookie. That's true. That is true. But I'm not like mad that Leroy is on the show. Do you know what I mean? Corey, Leroy is not going to get a win. That's the thing. Like he, this is not Leroy from X's 2 where but he was a beast. What we have to remember is that going on the show is a win in general for them because instantly they got more followers, whatever it is. Although Leroy actually doesn't, uh, he doesn't even promote on his social media so it's not like he's really using that for money but going on the show the appearance fee it's just a really nice salary to have like why wouldn't you go on collect it's 60K the same and- people over and over again and and i can totally understand the frustration from people like there's people you need on the show but rotate them in and out this is like this is why the oklahoma city thunder didn't work oh, this is a good point because this is scott really- brooks going to thailand he wouldn't you know why would you sit out if you were going to thailand that's a good point like it's the traveling it's the money who cares if you win or lose at the end of the day like you gotta play a fun game 
I understand it from that that side of it, but from my side of it, from I gotta watch this shit, and I want things to look forward to. So beyond Leroy, we have Kyle. Okay, that's fine. He's also been on like four straight seasons. Yeah. I like Kyle last season. I like Kyle though because I really started liking him last season, so I want to see. I feel like this season was his redemption. Next season will be his thriving moment. Uh, we've got Pauly, obviously. We've got one that you that I know you'll like. We've got the return of Rogan. Rogan yes, is I'm back. So excited. I know Alex is gonna be excited for this. Irving, for sure, you're excited for this. I mean, this is crazy. Like, this is gonna be freaking fantastic. Honestly, Rogan back on the show with Joss. That's a that's a powerhouse right there. And Kaylee's on right now. She's really good friends with them. Zahida's on right now. Also really good friends. Like this UK alliance is coming in stronger than this season. And that's, this could that's be that's so ever since Rogan was the first out on vendettas when, you know, his back was injured. He, he was the last one to make it up the mountain uh, on the guy's side. People have been calling for him to come back. Even cast members have said, this guy is so funny. He's got so much mm-hmm. personality. Like he would be great on the show. This has been talked about for a couple seasons now. And now he finally comes back. What if he flops again? Holy shit. I know. That'll be sad if he That's does. That's a lot of pressure if but he I'm, flops I'm again. I'm hoping it brings out a lot of Joss's personality as well. Because, I mean, I've hung out with Joss in person when he came into the show, into the studio a couple times. And he's such a nice guy. And he has a lot of humor to him. Like, he's got a personality there. I just feel like he didn't have a sort of proper soundboard to work off of, if that makes sense. And so I'm hoping we'll get to see, like, the the joss you know rogan kyle bromance type thing. he's one of the few people that i'm looking forward to it, it, like i'm at least giving a chance to uh, for all the people talking about nutza in the uh, in the comment section you already know where i stand on that and i love Bria. i'm with Ir- i'm with arlene nutza on that. is a Bria. future legend you once again you could remove d you could remove ninja natalie you could have these people on the show i would do that i would take bottom d line and ninja natalie out for nutza would them. get nutza would getting so much drama just from the start she'd be first out but she would get in so much drama in those two three days it would be like inferno three ct she would just be oh god she's she's entertaining as hell <coughs> moving on beyond rogan we have bear um thank you thank saniac god favorite uh, speaking of saniac favorites there's my cat there's there's bodie in the background oh bodie um, you're so uh, cute. Bear uh, is your father. <laughs> Bear is my guy. Um, it's funny. People are still trying to like dredge up whatever controversies he's been involved in recently, which we already talked about. And it's like, it's conjecture. That's, that's all it is. Yeah. You know, people try to discredit somebody because they're doing well, whatever. They don't like them. I mean, yeah. Bear's an asshole. If you watch any of their shows, he's been like, he is, that's, that's part of his shtick, but my God, does he look so hot in that Vevmo picture? <laughs> uh, we've got Theo on. Theo's coming back. Hell yeah! I hope that there's more chicks coming on, and Kaz is actually making an appearance because that would be fantastic. Uh, just announced, we have Turbo coming back, and we just saw him win, so the defending champion will be back. I which can't honestly, that he's going to be back on. That blows up the whole imagine. format, though. Yeah. Because everyone's saying it's going to be US versus UK, and now we've got D and we've got Turbo on. They were just announced today, so. Ooh, Hunter Stan is in the go. comments. There, there we go. Yep, there's Jack. Welcome. We've been waiting we for you. We got you. Let me, let me throw a like on that. Yep, I see you, Jack. 
Um, yeah, um, you know, I'm surprised Turbo's back mostly because he is so busy in Turkey. But I guess you know these these seasons they're not that long of a film. So if it works out in filming schedules, you know, it's only like a month and a half something like that. So. It's not that crazy, but I am still surprised. Also, just because he just won, I wouldn't think that he'd want to come back, although he has that competitive drive that's almost like have to win every single season, win, 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 win. I like what Jack is saying. A bear and laurel argument would be television gold. That would be awesome. <gasps> Could you just imagine? Now, that's a fight I want to see. Yeah, My God. Uh, we've got Wes coming back which as we already talked about his two season deal, I feel like the house might be stacked against him. Somebody pointed out online that Wes and Rogan, before they flew out, there was like a, you know, they started following each other. So you can already kind of tell who Wes is, is eyeing up for alliances and things like that. Wes is never, he is just, there's never a dull moment in terms of his political. He is always talking to people. The final name that's been announced so far. And it's, it's one where I looked at it and, and I just roll my eyes. Zach. But he has an H in his name, Zach. Listen. How can you roll your eyes to Zach with an H? Because this is the guy. This is what we've been saying. If you want to bring back vets, if you want to give them their spot, this is the guy that you don't cast. You replace him. You replace him with an Alton. Yeah, I'll take that. Listen, I, I agree with you in a you way. You know, I mean, there's so Marlin. many people who are really it's uh they're easily expendable in this way, especially for he a new He didn't platform. want to be on last season. Like that, that's, it's pretty much been established. He went there, he got his check. He played for a little bit. He was talking from the start saying, eh, I don't really want to be here. And he keeps getting cast. He was on Vendettas. He was on Final Reckoning. He was on War of the Worlds. Now he's on this. Fabi says he's got another wedding to attend. <laughs> we will find out. Oh my god. And and this is this is what I'm saying. Like put me in the casting room because I'm not going to I'm not going to be like, "Oh, we need to cast all all 17 of these people." I'm just going to point out very obvious instances where it's like, "Guys, listen. Here's three people that you want on this cast. These three people have been on the last season, the season before that. We can sub these people out and we can bring in these more viable names and we'll satisfy everyone you'll satisfy the new fans you want to bring in you'll satisfy the current generation who are growing up with the show you'll satisfy the thousands of old school fans who are saying hey we want to see this person there's just little tweaks you can make you can put that on that. i do think that they need to take more time without the castings you know they go so fast in trying to film these now they're trying to film so quickly there's no space or pausing in between and it seems like there is a lot less time going into properly casting but you know on the same token if you think about the fact that they have now brought in all of these people from the uk they've really you know they dove into the top shows over there getting some of the best athletes on those shows because the uk reality stars are not fit like the u.s ones like they don't all work out you can just tell like a lot of those girls you know there's zahitas you know not not to knock zahita but that's just that's just a lot of that style of girl and so the fact that they've gone in and found people who are super into endurance things like that like uh you know georgia and all of that that's you know that takes casting work but it seems like all of their resources for casting is going into that type of research and not figuring out how to properly balance out the vets that they're bringing in um and they're just going with their default options kind of a thing um 
I'm just very disappointed overall in the cast. And there's a couple people, obviously, I'm going to look forward to, but I just get the sense that this season is going to go, it's going to go against the things that I want to see. It's mm-hmm. going to work out bad. It's it's going to be it's going to be a season that works out in favor of Kara and works out in favor of Johnny. And it's just going to. I hope make it just works bad. out in favor of Tori and Jordan. Could you imagine if they got like first and second? Uh, Corey Brad retired apparently because he got a real person job. Um, Wasn't he a teacher? Yeah, he was. The funniest he, thing I've ever heard in my life. Could you yeah, imagine he, being taught by Brad? Like, no, I you know when you grow up and your friends are teachers and they're out like wasted and fucked up and just yeah, jays and whatever else they're doing, and then you think to yourself like, wow, my teachers were humans. Like they weren't just these angels. Well, that's Jack saying that this cast is almost as bad as Rivals Three. Let me think about that. I think this cast might be worse than Rivals Three. I wouldn't say that. I'm sorry, but listen, Rivals Three was a bad cast, sure. But at the same time, you have to think about like just because these are some of the same people does not mean they bring nothing to the show. All of the Brits that are on this season are phenomenal, and that alone makes it a much better cast than Rivals Three. But here's the thing, and I enjoyed some of the new debuts last season, but with the Brits, once Bear went off the show, they did flop to an extent. Theo, Theo had good moments in competition, but overall, like it was Bear. Bear, he shined. Yeah, but I'm going to go with editing on that because if you watch like Theo on Instagram and stuff, he has a lot of personality, a lot. And I just don't think they showed it. Like they, you know, once Bear got off, they stopped showing that kind of stuff. Think about the first night, that fight with Ashley. You're telling me that Theo didn't have any other funny moments after that, after Bear left? Impossible. Like, impossible. They just, they, editing didn't feature that kind of stuff. They didn't feature the banter. That was Bear's character. They really stretched it with that, you know? Theo's character wasn't necessarily- I am, I'm worried about Rogan. I'm just gonna, because people, like, I, I go back to this. People have been calling for him. Everybody wanted him back. And it, it seemed to me like he was a logical person to have on this season because I assumed they were going U.S. versus U.K., so you need him to get those numbers up. Mm. But like I said, if this guy goes out first or second, you're talking aces, you're talking ace territory, you're talking Danny, you're talking Tyree. Like They'll be talking about the biggest flops in the history of the show, and Rogan will be on that list. Oh, my God. The well, I mean, if, he, if is, he goes home first, he's, he would be worse than Ace. If he goes home first, he's one, he's never doing another challenge. Yeah, that'd be sad. And so he will, he will go down as the worst ever. That'd be sad. That would be wow. really sad. Well, we'll Full find out. Pressure. All right, that's all I have for Zach on this cast. Um, yeah. You got anything else? Should we wrap it up? No, this cast sucks. And um, MTV had an opportunity to... I mean, at least have Kendall on. Kendall wanted like you could have had a road ruler on. That's all. You should have one on every season. Get over Kendall. I mean, I like her, but get over her. No, there's no reason to get over. It's a logical casting decision, right there. Logical casting decision. Just give her one. All right, guys, we love you so much. What a fantastic season it has been. We have loved every single second of the Saniac podcast throughout this season. It's been marvelous. And we cannot wait to tune in next week for the reunion. Come check back here. I want to let you guys all know about some of the businesses blossoming in the challenge community. Obviously, Louise's sleigh business is doing wonderful, as well as Cam Collection, her wigs and her makeup. It's doing amazing. She launched in the UK 
massive mazel tov to Cam on that. Honestly, it's like a fantastic fucking accomplishment. So big news there for sure. Uh, check us out, saniacpodcast.com, at saniacpodcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit. We love you guys so much. We will see you next week for the reunion. And hopefully we'll get into some other content and things like that on the reunion episodes since um, they're not usually like full recaps. So we'll talk to you guys soon. Uh, join the Saniac Podcast group. It's called Saniacs on Facebook. I will be doing more meaningful lives. It's a sub podcast called Saniac Casual. It's a private live video show. I usually have no makeup, aka the first one that we did. And hopefully I will have that as well on Saturday. So you guys get to see me run unblemished. I'll be going live right after this to talk about occupations and jobs and changing and retraining ourselves and all that good stuff. So tune in there in that group. Have a good, wonderful evening, everybody. And for the West Coasters, sorry you guys get us. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, people. <laughs> <laughs>